on land, at sea, and in the air. 170 American League players are serving the country. From the National League, 155 men have entered the armed forces. These men have doffed baseball uniforms for those of the Army, for the fighting uniform of the Navy. They're serving in the Marine Corps. Some are in the Coast Guard. Others are flying the planes of the Navy and of the Army Air Force. And to them and their fellow fighters overseas, Babe Ruth, the great Bambino who blasted 714 home runs in his major league career, broadcasts a pre-game message. This broadcast brought to the courtesy of the British Broadcasting Cooperation affords the old Babe the opportunity of sending greetings to all the gang overseas at World Series time. Just to make sure you fellows don't miss baseball's classics this year, the American League is filing the highlights of all the games. And we ship them all over and wrapped up in a package. With this picture, baseball sends its most sincere and gorgeous greetings to every member in the armed forces. I want to say from the bottom of my heart and from the hearts of every American, and I want to say God bless you great men and women over there, and God bless the ones that are going over. And if we fight as half as hard as you're fighting over there, that American flag will fly forever. Come on, everybody, sing. Let's all sing. Take me out to the ballgame. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and crackerjacks. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old for the first game of the 1943 Baseball Classic, the World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the New York Yankees. For the second consecutive year, the Cardinals face the Yankee Bombers in baseball's Blue Ribbon event. Thousands of fans are crowding into the stadium. Our armed forces are really on hand, all wondering whether or not the Cardinals can retain the world championship they won from the Yankees last year. And there's Bill Dickey, the Yankees' leading hitter this season. Dickey, the Bronx Bombers' great catching star, hit 351 this season, his 16th in a Yankee uniform. During his career with the Yankees, Bill has caught 100 or more games in 13 consecutive seasons, an all-time major league record. And among those here to see Bill and the Yankees is the grand old man of baseball, the lovable Connie Matz. Connie himself was a great catcher back in the good old days, but today's fans know him best as manager of the Philadelphia Athletics. His is the longest service record in organized baseball. And right over here is Clark Griffith, president of the Washington Senators, with his base-stealing outfield star, George Case. And down behind home plate, the rival managers, Billy Southworth of the Cardinals and Joe McCarthy of the Yankees, have a friendly pre-game chat for the benefit of the cameramen. Joe McCarthy is one of the game's greatest managers. This year, he led the New York Yankees to the American League pennant for the eighth time. Master Joe has already won six World's Championships. Pitching for the Yankees will be Spud Chandler, leading Major League Hurler of the Year. 
Spud won 20 games and lost only four. Opposing Chandler will be Max Lanier, a southpaw who won 15 and lost seven. But now the 40th World Series is about to begin. Coach Art Fletcher of the Yankees and Captain Walker Cooper of the Cardinals are talking over the ground rules down at home plate. And then it's play ball. Chandler's on the mound getting his sign. And here's the pitch to Lou Klein. Klein hits it, but Lindell takes the fly in right center for the first out of a scoreless first inning. But in the second inning, catcher Cooper of the Cardinals slashes a grounder toward third baseman Johnson. It bounces off his glove, and Cooper is safe at first with a base hit. Chandler stretches and pitches to Karofsky. The Cardinal third baseman dumps the sacrifice bunt and is thrown out. Chandler to second baseman Gordon, who covers first. Cooper going to second. After Sanders fanned and Lipwater walked, Marion slices an outside pitch off first baseman Etten's glove for a double down the foul line. Walker Cooper scores from second, but Stainback's pegged to Dickey nips Litwaller at the plate, and the Cardinals take the lead, one to nothing. In the Yankee fourth, Crosetti hits a grounder and is safe at first when Lanier drops the ball. Crosetti stole second, then Johnson beats out a bunt down the first baseline, and Crosetti advances to third. Keller hits into a double play, Klein to Marion to Sanders. But Corsetti dashes home to tie the score one to one. With two out and the score tied, Gordon picks up his favorite Louisville slugger. Joe works the count to three balls, one strike. Lanier winds up and throws a high fast one. Gordon smashes the pitch for a tremendous drive deep into the left field seats next to the Yankee bullpen. 420 feet from the plate for a screaming home run that puts the Yankees out in front two to one. There's that Yankee dynamite. In the Yankees' sixth, with the score tied 2-all, Crisetti was safe on an infield hit. Johnson drills a single past Marion at short, Crisetti stopping at second. Lanier got Keller on a fly to Musial in short right field, but now Gordon is at bat again. Lanier's pitch is wild. It hits the plate and bounces high into the air to catcher Cooper's right. Where is that ball anyway? There it is, grab it. Persetti scores from second. Johnson moves around to third, and the Yankees jump back into the lead, three to two. Gordon fanned, and then Dickey drops a Texas League single into right, just out of second baseman Klein's reach. Johnson scores, and the Yankees lead, four to two. Pitching brilliantly, Chandler held the Cardinals scoreless in the next two innings, and then set down Karofsky and Sanders in the ninth. Litwiler taps a roller to Chandler, and Spud tosses him out at first. And so it's victory number one in the 1943 World Series for Spud Chandler and the Yankees by a score of four to two. <laughs> winning Yankee infield. First baseman Nick Etten. Second baseman Joe Gordon. Shortstop Frank Crusetti. And rookie third baseman Bill Johnson. Carrying the Yankee hopes into the second game is the big right-hander Ernie Tiny Bonham who will match pitching prowess with Mort Cooper. Cooper matched Bonham pitch for pitch during the first two innings 
and the first score came in the Cardinal half of the third inning. Marion took a toehold on one of Bonham's curves and lined a home run into the stand just behind the 301-foot sign at the left field foul line. The Cardinals jumped into a one-to-nothing lead. In the fourth, with Musial on second and one out, Karoski drills a single past Bonham's head into center field, and Musial scores the second Cardinal run. Bonham is in trouble. Two balls and no strikes on first baseman Sanders. Here's the pitch. Sanders drives it into the right field seats, 344 feet from home plate, scoring Karoski ahead of him and making the score Cardinals four, Yankees nothing. That's Yankee bombing in reverse. But in the fourth, Crisetti pops a bunt over first baseman Sanders' head for a base hit after Matheny flied out to Walker in center. Rookie Bill Johnson lines a single into center field and Crisetti goes to third. Mort Cooper is now in trouble with Keller at the plate and only one out. With a three and two count, Keller drives a long fly to Walker in center. Crisetti tags up at third and scores the first Yankee run after the catch. Dickey connects, and it's a long fly down the left field foul line that Litwiler gathers in for the third out, and the Cardinals still lead four to one. After the fourth inning flurry, the Yankees were held in check by Mort Cooper's brilliant hurling. It was not until the ninth inning that the big Cardinal right-hander had trouble with the Yankees. Johnson connects for a double deep into left center field, and there's none out in the ninth. With a two and two count, Keller drives the ball over Lipweiler's head in left field. Johnson scores, and Keller pulls up at third with a triple. The Yankees are really on a rally. Manager Southworth trots out of the Cardinal dugout to talk things over with Mort Cooper. There may be a new pitcher. No, Mort is going to stay in the game. And Dickey is the next Yankee hitter with none out and a man on third. Dickey smashes one, but he drives it right into second baseman Klein's hands for the first out. With one away, Mort Cooper faces Yankee first baseman Etten, who specializes in driving in runs. Nick drills a grounder at second baseman Klein, who tosses to Sanders at first for the out. But Keller scores, and the Cardinals are only one run in front, four to three. Mort Cooper is bearing down. A fast one slides off of Joe Gordon's bat. It's a foul. And brother Walker Cooper gathers it in for the third out, and the ball game is over. The Cardinals win four to three. Cooper wins his first game against an American League team and evens the series for the Cardinals at a game apiece. The third game in the series finds an all-time World Series record crowd on hand to see the Yankees battle the defending champion Cardinals. 69,990 fans have paid their way into Yankee Stadium for this game. And among the record thousands, is the High Commissioner of Baseball, Judge Landis. Nearby is an ardent American League rooter, William Herridge, President of the American League. He and the other thousands are watching Hank Barrowie warming up for the Yankees. Alpha Brazil is opposing Barrowie, and the rookie Cardinal Southpaw holds the Yankees to three hits in seven innings, keeping the Cardinals ahead by a score of two to one. But in the Yankee eighth inning, Lindell singles into center field. Walker fumbles the ball, and Lindell is safe at second on the air. 
Manager McCarthy sends George Sternweiss in to bat for pitcher Barley. Here's the pitch. Sternweiss bunts. First baseman Sanders scoops up the ball and fires it to Karaski at third. Lindell is out at third. No, he's safe. Karaski drops the ball. As Lindell slides into third, an umpire Reardon of the National League quickly changes his decision. It's an error for Karaski, and the Cardinal third baseman is shaken up on the play. Manager Billy Southworth rubs Whitey's neck, and the third sacker stays in the game. Stainback flies out to Lickweiler in short left field, and it's one out with two Yankees on base. Manager Southworth flashes a sign from the dugout, and Crosetti is purposely passed. Bill Johnson is the next batter. What a spot for a rookie. His first World Series. The Yankees behind by a run, one out, and the bases full. Johnson smashes the ball into left center between Litwiler and Walker. The ball bounces off the wall, 450 feet from home plate. Lindell is scoring. Sternweiss is scoring. Crosetti is scoring. And Johnson pulls up at third with a triple, driving in three runs to put the Yankees ahead, four to two. Keller was passed, and that was all for Brazel. Southworth removes Brazel for Howard Christ, the right-hander. With the count three and one, Gordon goes after a cripple and lines a single into left field. Johnson scores, and Keller stops at second. With the Yankees on top five to two, Southworth sends in Harry Brookeen, rookie southpaw, the pitch to Dickey. Bill smashes the ball between first and second. It hits Gordon. It's an automatic out, and Dickey is credited with a single. Etten hits a single into right field, and Keller scores from second. Dickey tries to make third, but is out. Musial to Cooper to Karaski. The Yankees lead six to two. Fireman Johnny Murphy, pitching the ninth, gets the first two Cardinal hitters. Danny Lipweiler swings and misses the third strike for the third out, and the ball game is over. The Yankees win six to two and take the lead in the series two games to one. The all-time record crowd sweeps down onto the field, talking of how the Yankees combine batting power and heads-up baseball to win. Baseball at Yankee Stadium is over until next year, and the teams in train for the fourth game which will take the Cardinals back home. Here we are at Sportsman's Park in St. Louis, the home of the Cardinals. Thousands of St. Louis fans are turning out to cheer Billy Southworth's team on to a repetition of their 1942 victory. They sit on curbs until they can get inside to watch their Cardinals take their practice swing. With the Yankees leading two games to one, the Redbirds have their work cut out for them. But the Cardinals are now on their home grounds and are intent on giving a sellout crowd a victory. Billy Southworth, the fighting manager of the Cardinals, is the first National League manager in 20 years to bring a world championship team back to a second consecutive pennant. Back again to start this fourth game for the Cardinals is lefty Max Lanier. Opposing him will be Marius Russo, another Southpaw. And the fourth game of the 1943 Classic is on. Lanier holds the Yankees in check for three innings, and there are no scores. He gets Keller on a called third strike for the second out of the fourth inning. But Gordon drives the ball into left center. Walker dives with the ball, but he can't hold it, and Joe pulls up at second with a double. Even with two outs, Lanier faces a dangerous hitter. 
It's Bill Dickey appearing in his 37th World Series game with the same club, a new record. Bill lines the pitch into center field for a single, and Gordon scores the first run of the ball game. The Yankees lead one to nothing. With two out in the Cardinals' seventh, Sanders was safe at first when shortstop Crusetti dropped his easy pop fly for an error. Russo takes the sign and pitches to Litwiler. He drives it down the first baseline. The ball hits the bag and bounces into right field. It's a two-base hit, and Sanders stops at third. McCarthy is playing percentage baseball. He gives the order to walk Marion, filling the bases, and giving the Yankees a play at every bag. Frank Demery comes in to bat for Lanier. Demery chops a bounding ball at third baseman Johnson. He fumbles it, and Sanders scores to tie up the ball game, one and one. With the bases loaded, Klein hits the grounder to Gordon at second, forcing the runner and ending the Cardinal rally. Harry Brackeen comes in to pitch for the Cardinals in the Yankee eight. Russo greets Brackeen with a drive to the left field corner. A long hit, his second double of the game. Stainback lays down a perfect sacrifice bunt, and he's out. Brackeen to second baseman Klein, who covered first. Crosetti hits a long fly to Walker in center field, and Russo scores easily after the catch to put the Yankees in front, two to one. In the Cardinal late, with Musial on first, Cooper drives a hot one over second. Crosetti knocks the ball down. Cooper gets a hit, but Musial is held at second. After Karaski flied out, Saunders hit a grounder to Gordon, who tosses it to Crosetti to force Cooper. Frank is pulled off the bag, but Cooper overruns the base, and Corsetti tags him for the out, ending the Cardinal threat. With two out and one on in the Cardinal ninth, Klein lifts one into center field. Stainback parks under it for the third out, and the game is over. In another tight pitching duel, the Yankees win the fourth game, two to one, and move out to a commanding three to one lead in the series. It's the fifth game with the Cardinals at a big disadvantage. McCarthy sends his number one Yankee battery of Spud Chandler and Bill Dickey in to clinch the series. The Cardinals' Billy Southworth counters with his aces, the famous Cooper brothers. And here we are, ready for the crucial game of the series. Cooper is pitching sensationally, striking out the first five Yankee batters. In the Yankee fifth inning, a foul tip from Crosetti's bat splits catcher Cooper's right index finger and Ken O'Day will catch for the Cardinals. A scoreless tie going into the Yankee sixth. Keller single with one out. Dickey is the batter. He hits the first pitch and drives the ball over the right field pavilion roof for a home run. It's bad news for the Cardinals. Keller scores ahead of Dickey, and the Yankees lead two to nothing. With one out in the last of the ninth, Marion singled. Litwiler also singled, and the tying run is on base. Chandler fans climb. Garms hits the grounder to Gordon, and Joe throws him out at first. The Yankees win two to nothing to capture their tenth 
World Championship. Coach Art Fletcher leads the Yankee scene in their clubhouse victory celebration. Judge Landis offers his congratulations and is promptly hoisted upon Yankee shoulders. Manager Joe McCarthy, beaming over his seventh Yankee World Series victory, praises the work of his bombers, especially that of Bill Dickey and Spud Chandler, whose batting and pitching returned the world title to New York. Another year of baseball is over. The game that typifies a fit, fighting athletic America lives on. New stars like Bill Johnson have appeared. Old stars like Joe Gordon have gained new luster. They and all baseball salute the men in the fighting uniforms of America.